Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Denise M. Walker, um, founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. And here at Hope in Christ, we continue to uh, maintain and be healthy overcomers and purposed with an eternal perspective because we put our trust in Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus alone. So let us begin with the word of prayer and we'll begin today's show. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this platform. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth, Father. We thank you that there is no other God outside of you, Father. So we thank you, Lord God, for your word going to the north, south, east, and the west so that others may know you, hear you, um, know your word, oh God, and, and a stranger they won't follow. Father, we thank you for your guest today, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that... Um, many will walk in faith um, after hearing her testimony. Father, we thank you and we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, welcome to today's broadcast of Hope in Christ with Denise. And our scripture that we want to focus on today is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's Proverbs 3 and 5. Again, it's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Um, and it's important that we trust in the Lord with everything that's in us because we don't have a full understanding. He is God and he knows all things and so we put our trust in him. So today we have a um, special guest, Miss Sandra Mosley. And Miss Sandra Mosley is an author and also a volunteer for Cancer Care Network. And she has overcome cancer. She's a three-time cancer survivor, which is amazing um, for those that are listening that need an encouraging word from God today. Um, it's amazing that Miss Sandra is a three-time cancer survivor, and God is our healer. And she's also retired um, from a home care manager. So we welcome Miss Sandra to the show today. Good evening. Thank you, Miss Sandra, for. Um, joining us. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get into um, your book? Okay. I'm a senior citizen. Actually, I'm 75, and God has brought me through a great deal of uh, obstacles. And when I lost my husband, which was six years, well, it'll be six years in October, my husband uh, had a heart attack, a massive heart attack, and he died in the house. And I was very distraught, you know, I, I, I just couldn't understand, and I'm, you know, praying, Lord, you've got to show me what to do. You know, I was the one that had the cancers, and he was helping me, and he, he was much younger than myself. Um, as time went on, I realized, you know, there's a reason God does all things with a purpose, and a purpose in my life, I believe, was to put my story on paper so I could encourage other people that they can go through a cancer, a death of a loved one. Um, you still survive, but you have to cling on to God's unchanging hand, and that's what I did. 
I prayed and prayed and I cried and I cried and I wrote my letters to God and I said, God, please help me stop crying. Please help me. Just, you know, let the Holy Spirit dwell within me. And then one day a friend of mine said, you should write your story. I never wrote anything before. I was a home care manager in health care for many, many years. And I said, write my story. You know, I didn't, what am I going to write my story? But I sat in my room one night and I picked up a pencil, a pen rather, and paper, and I started to write my story. I started to write about the cancer. Um, I was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2003. And when the doctor told me my diagnosis, because I had no idea, I didn't know, I didn't, I felt that I didn't have any symptoms. I did have symptoms. I wasn't aware that they were symptoms at the time. Um, I was, like, taken aback, but I wasn't afraid. You know, I never felt fear. I never had chemo. I never had radiation. I had surgery. But I trust in God, and I, I felt like I remember my aunt saying to me, oh, you're going to have surgery and you have cancer, you know, that can spread. I says, Aunt Rachel, I says, what God has for me, it will be, and I trust God. You know, I trust him, and after that, 2003, 2011, I got another cancer, cancer in my stomach, and then another one, cancer on my kidney. I never had to have chemo. I never had to have radiation surgery on the stomach cancer, and they froze on the kidney cancer. And I'm fine. I feel wonderful. Every time I go for a test or go in a, a CAT scan machine, it's always, I always come out negative, nothing there. And that's only by the grace of God. And even with my husband's death, and, and I put that in my story too, as I said, I was overcome, overwhelmed, you know, I, I felt like I wanted to die too, but I pray, talk to the Lord, and he carried me, and he carried me to the point that I am now. And so I put everything down in pen and paper. Um, my Birth of a Seed, that's the name of my book. It's a small book. It's a short read. So now I'm doing the sequel, and I'm going to elaborate a little more into my life I started praying as a little child, you know, I always prayed to God. I always wrote letters to God, and I still do. And my faith is just, you know, just I know I know the Lord. You know, I just know, and I know when he's with me and he carries me. When he puts food on my table when I didn't have any money, when I was destitute, I was really destitute. After my husband passed away, because I had to retire, and um, I was on small Social Security but God made a way for me. My boiler broke. I put that in the book, too, where my boiler broke, and it was freezing in my house, and I called the boiler man in, and he says, well, it's going to cost you $8,000, and I said, $8,000? I don't think I have $8. But I came upstairs, and I talked to God. I said, you said you would never leave me. You would never forsake me. I said, I'm freezing. I can't stay in here and be cold. And I got a new boiler through a program, and I didn't have to pay one penny. That's wow. God. That's God. That's the only way. I mean, I have a brand new boiler, a uh, new uh, uh, smoke detector, all of that. I didn't pay one penny. It is God. And, and and in my book, I also talk about when I couldn't walk. I was 27 years old, and I couldn't walk. I, you know, I have arthritis, 
and um, I had gone to the chiropractor. And that night I went to a church conference, and I was there sitting for three hours. And I know the chiropractor told me don't sit that long. So the next day when I got ready to stand up, my whole body from the waist down went into like a muscle spasm. In three months I didn't walk, but three months I talked to God, and I walk very well now. <laughs> I walk very, very well. That's God. The purpose of me writing, my after I was told to write my story, and the purpose of me writing, and I'm going to continue to write and spread the word of the Lord, is to let people know he's real. He is real. And I, you know, talk to people, minister to them. And I'm not an ordained minister, but I do my own ministry speaking the word of the Lord because I know him. And I, I try to encourage people, people that have had a loss, you know, a death, a cancer, a bad diagnosis of anything. You know, just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on, hold on. He will see you through. He'll carry you through. He carried me. He made a way out of nowhere. I mean, a way out of nowhere. I, you know, naturally, my parents are gone. So I, I said to the Lord, I said, oh, my mother's gone, my father's gone, my aunt's gone, everybody's gone, my husband's gone. Now what you want me to do, Jesus? You tell me, make me and mold me. And that's what I live by. Amen. Amen. So, um... Your, you said you have a small, um, your first book is a small um, one, and you said it's basically teaching others about um, faith. Yes, um, it is. Go ahead. Yes, it is about faith. It starts off, you know, it starts off, the, well, I call myself the seed. I was in my bed one night because I'm thinking about writing this book, and I, and I had never wrote anything before. And I said, oh, well, I don't know, I'm just going, I'm putting little notes down. And I went to sleep, and when I woke up in the middle of the night, the title came to me, The Birth of a Seed. And ironically, last year when I'm writing this book, I was planting seed in my backyard to grow vegetables. And I said, oh, isn't that something? So I called my backyard the Garden of Eden, and I would go out there early in the morning and write notes down and hold it up to the sky and say, Lord, this is for you. This is your word going forth. So I start off, you know, talking about when I was born, and I go into, you know, parts of my life, just skimming through different little things that God has brought me through. And now I realize I have to really go into depth where people can see the work of the Lord. That's what I'm trying to do. That's all I want to let people, I want people to love God like I love him. And if I can get one soul, maybe that soul will catch on to another soul. And that's my purpose, and that's what I want to do. And the book is small. It's, it actually is 20 pages. But for the people that I know in my church and my friends that have read the book, they said it's very inspirational. Because I kept telling everybody, I said, it's a small book. It, what, it's what's inside of the book. And I, and I think, because it, it, it gives people hope, they, I think in this generation coming up now, you need something to hope. And there's so much distraction and so much negativity out in this world. We need something positive. I was very fortunate to have a praying mother and a praying grandmother. 
who showed me the way of the Lord. So no matter what transpired in my life, I was able to overcome it through God. I didn't do it of my own. Also in the book, I speak of having two children and I wasn't married. And in those days, that was just, oh, my goodness. But everybody makes errors. God forgave me before I forgave myself. And that's what I'm trying to show. Just, I'm just trying to show the goodness of God. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. And so, Ms. Sandra, um, what is the one scripture, or if it was one, the one scripture that you stood on and you continue to stand on? Um, I know it's not just one, but um, one that would be your favorite scripture that you stand on. Well, you know, my favorite scripture is the Lord is my shepherd. That is the 23rd Psalm. That is my favorite. You know, I I say that religiously. It was taught to me by my grandmother, you know, and um, also I did, and I put in the book the 23rd Psalm, and I put in also the 24th, you know, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So those, I would say, are my two favorite psalms. You know, and then, um, and I, I think I have through all throughout the book, the Lord is my shepherd, because I'm just glancing through it now. But I shall not want, because that's what He did for me when I was destitute. And I have to say destitute because it had come to a point. I I was gathering up my pennies. This is after my husband expired, and I was gathering up my pennies. And I said to my son, I called him up. I says, Ronnie, I says, how do you take pennies to the supermarket? He said, Ma, why do you want to take pennies to the supermarket? I said, well, I want to buy some food. He said, you don't have any food? Why, you didn't say anything. I said, well, I don't want to burden you with my situation because God's going to help me. He's going to make a way. And I can tell you now, I have so much food in my house, so sometimes I'm saying, where am I going to put it? <laughs> and that's how the Lord blesses you. You know, that's how he blesses you. And, and that's, you know, I shall not want. I lost a, a lot of weight, a lot of weight during the, you know, death of my husband and, you know, and being sick also. And I don't, I, I don't like to even call cancer being sick. I just like to call it a condition that I overcame. And I try to think positive. And then when I'm counseling some of the clients from the Cancer Care Network, I try to talk to them in a positive, think positive. And even I have a, my daughter who she has a lot of medical conditions, and I always tell her, you know, you think positive. Think life into your situation. Tomorrow's not promised, but if we can do all that we can do today for the goodness, we're blessed. And, I, and I'm always, you know, giving God thanks for everything. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thankful. I'm thankful because at my age and to do the, all that I can do, and have had three cancers and other ailments also, I'm grateful and I'm humble. Amen. Amen. So, um, Ms. Sandra, what is the one piece of advice you would give to the younger generation today? Um, What would be the one um, piece of advice you would give to them? 
what I would give to them, and I want to say listen to your parents, but some of these parents have to get their life together. My granddaughter is a school teacher, and she tells me how some of the parents, you know, it all to me basically it all goes back to the Lord. They need to know God. They need to know God. They need to be taught from a time of a child. I, I put in my book, too, train up a child. Train up a child. Teach them about God and, the, and show them the good side of things, all of this negative stuff on TV and all in the street and wearing all kind of clothes. Dress pr- appropriately. But I think the main thing, what I would like to t- talk to the girls and the young women, respect yourself. Dress decently, respect yourself, cover yourself up, you know. To the boys, pull your pants up and listen. I think all of these young people coming up, I'm a great-grandmother, and and, and my great-grandson, he's going to Japan tomorrow with his school, and he's really a good child, but we trained him that way, and we teach him about Jesus. Even to my little great-grandson that's five years old, and if he gets too out of hand, I say, well, who's looking at you? So that's what I I think. We have to bring God back. You know, we have to bring him into the home. The parents have to know, and they have to believe. I, I put in my book, you know, a lot of people go to church, and a lot of people talk about God, but do they really do they really see the goodness? He didn't have to wake us up in the morning. And he didn't have to provide food on our table. He didn't have to carry us through the night. But he did. And I feel that we're here for a purpose, a reason. And that's what I put in my second book. Because I used to ask my grandmother that, Nana, why am I here? She said, you're here for a purpose. And now I believe my purpose is to write to let people know about the Lord, to try to educate people on Jesus and go forth and live accordingly. Because as we speak of God, and we have to live it, we have to live it, we have to walk accordingly. And that's what I, I believe. Amen. Amen. And... um you know, I, as you were speaking, I was thinking about today, I was reading in Romans 1, and um, this, the part where it talks about, you know, that we we know God. We, you know, there is something in us, basically, that we know that God is real, but we suppress it. Um, uh, people suppress it because of wanting to live a certain kind of way or be basically their own um, Lord of their own lives and and so when I was reading that um, and I was listening to also Pastor John Piper when he was explaining that um, we have to get the other gods out of our lives you know the things that we've made our gods so um, I just wanted to have you you know kind of add to that from Romans 1 well I think and as you said getting other gods out of our life like some people and I could say my, even myself when I was coming up, I think my God was uh, not my God, but you know what I uh, desired so much in the clothing and materialistic things and complaining if I didn't have. And that was so, it was so wrong. But as you grow and you grow in the Lord, you know, and I feel like I'm still growing in the Lord, you know, still learning what God wants of me. That's what I ask him. Show me. 
make me and mold me how you want me to be so I can teach other people. And um, I think that that's what people need to do. They need to do all the materialistic things. That's not it. You know, and certain shows you shouldn't watch, certain things on TV, certain music you shouldn't listen to. I I think all of those things. I think we just need to... We just need to fall on our face and, and and just, Jesus, I need you. I need you. Help me. Help me. Teach me. Teach me the way to go. And at 75 years old, I'm still asking God to teach me and show me and direct my path. Because we can always get off on the wrong path. Somebody or somebody could say something and make you go the wrong way or say the wrong thing. So I always ask God, guide my mouth. Teach me the right way. And, and I think that's where we, you know, what we need to do, I, and according to my, the way I believe. Amen. Amen. And um, a couple other questions, Ms. Um, Sandra. I know you said you um, are working on the second book. Um, yes. Do you know when you have... Um, that one completed? Well, I put a goal to myself because I write every day. Except when my little grand, great-grandson comes here from school at 3 o'clock, you know, he's 5 years old, so I can't concentrate with him. So what I try to do, like he's gone now, and I'm going to write a little bit tonight and a little bit in the morning, I want to have it completed in three months because some of the people in my church and some of my friends are asking me, we want to hear a little bit more. We want to hear a little bit more. So before I write, and as I say, this was my first book, before I write, I ask the Holy Spirit to dwell within me and give me the words to say. Let me put it, you know, in the proper way, proper manner, uh, um, so people would understand and, and, and get the message. And, and, and learn. And that's another thing what I'm trying to teach, what I want to teach these on the second book, because I did have two children when I was young, and I, did, I wasn't married at that time. And, and, and I, you know, I had to beg God for forgiveness, and I want to let these young girls know that's not the proper way. It's not the proper way. So we have to train. My, I just had wonderful mother and a grandmother and even my father, but my mother, she... She really, she didn't disown me because back in those days, the parents would disown you. She didn't disown me. She taught me about the Lord. She taught me about praying. She taught me about salvation. She taught me how to confess my sins, accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And God forgave me. And I also put in the second book that even though I was not married at the time, I was the vessel to bring forth these children. And through the children that I have, their children, which my granddaughter is a lovely school teacher. She's a high school teacher. I raised her, and she's really good. And, and, and my uh, grandson. So they have certain uh, um, characteristics about them that's wonderful. And they're from the Lord. I mean, even though it was, you know, unacceptable, I was that vessel. So, I, you know, all of that, as I write, more things come. I think I gain a better knowledge of myself, and I write down a lot of my hurts, and I've been hurt in life, 
you know, so I write that down and how to overcome that. And I think I'm helping people when I let them show them it's a way to overcome, but you have to overcome through prayer, through God, communication with the Lord. He hears you. And, and, and that's what I, you know, that, that's, that's what I believe. Amen. And how can um, people get a copy of your book, um, the one that's already published, the first one? I'm on Amazon. It's The Birth of a Seed by Sandra Mosley, Amazon.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. And how can people keep in contact with you, Miss Sandra? Um, I'm on, uh, well, I'm on Facebook. Sandra Mosley on Facebook. There's a lot of Sandra Mosleys. <laughs> I I was so shocked. I said, "Oh, look at all these people with the same name." <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna see see how it shows up on. Um, but it's Sandra Mosley, and uh, let me just go. T- let me just pull it up and see because it's a few of them. And then also, I have my my uh, email, Sandra Mosley forty two at gmail.com. Sandra Mosley, 42 at gmail.com. Okay. And um, I thank you for coming on and sharing your um, information about your book, The Birth of a Seed, and also sharing wisdom um, with us, you know, trusting in God and, um, you know, in God alone. And we do live in a time, you know, with me being younger, I, I was saying to God the other day, like, God, we live in a time where so much is happening and so many have fallen away from the truth, from um, yes. the truth of Christ. And and so um, just, you know, your inspiration to us, you know, to keep going and, you um, you know, and, and one of the scriptures that God told me as he's been telling me to go forward is only what you do for Christ will last. Yes. And so, um, and that's, you know, my focus. And, you know, I thank you um, for coming on. And I and I pray that in November you're able to come on and do the, um, the virtual, um, where we do the virtual authors thing on, on the, in the book club yes. and um, all month we come on with inspiration yes. um, for others to you know just why God is called Christian authors because you know one of the things I just believe that some people may not read the Bible but they'll pick up our books and they'll read them and yes. they will begin to want to know you know what must they what what must they do to be saved, and so um, that's one of the reasons why I really love 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 you know Christian literature, and that's one of the areas God has called me to, and so you know I would love for you to join us in November. Oh, yes, yes um, I will. So thank you um, once again, and I'm going to pray out and. Um, once you get your other book done, let me know, and I would love to interview you again. And um, thank you for um, again for joining. And thank you. Thank you so much. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for Miss Sandra. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for 
her life, God. We thank you for keeping her um, here, Lord God, for your wisdom, your um, the faith that's inside of her that many of us can see and hear and know that you alone are the true and living God. So, Father, we bless your name for her life. We thank you for providing provision in her life continuously, God. And, and we pray, Father God, for continuous years to come and that we will just go in you, go in you. And your word says that if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. So, Lord, we thank you and we lift your name on high. And we give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank All right. You. Thank you. And to our listeners, be blessed and continue to hope in Christ and find your true identity in him.